We know more than we ever have about what it takes for optimal learning, and we're putting it into practice for children across Los Altos School District. I'm Sandra McGonigal, the Superintendent of Schools. And I'm Greg Drummond, Director of Teaching and Learning. Welcome to the LASD Experience. Sandra McGonigal. Hello, Gregory. Podcast number two. <laughs> Here we go. Are you nervous? No, I'm excited She's about, about it. Least, I'm a little bit nervous. <laughs> You're funny. It's the microphone right in front of me. Yep. Okay. Yes. Last time, when last we met, we learned about the wheel. The wheel. I love the wheel. Walk yep. us through a quick version of the wheel for our listeners. Okay. The wheel has... Uh, five elements to it and it's really all of the things we need to build and uh, teach a, a whole child. We talk about positive developmental relationships, we talk about environments filled with safety and belonging, deep learning and knowledge building, skills, habits and mindsets, and supports. Integrated supports. Integrated supports. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Today we're going to dive into positive developmental relationships. Mm, such a good place to and start. And when I say dive, I don't mean we're going to like explore every aspect of it. But it's too much. Yep. We're going to. I mean, I think it's actually a very exciting idea in education. The idea that uh, teachers, adults, yes, but teachers because we're here at school, in kids' lives can leverage their relationships to develop kids. Mm-hmm. It's fabulous. Into full people. Absolutely. And it really is all, all, uh, it is teachers and all of the adults that work with children, Mm. right? Across our campuses. Absolutely. We have staff. So many great uh, staff. mm -hmm. Um, So I want to start with an idea Mm -hmm. uh, thinking about the difference between a positive relationship Mm -hmm. and a positive. Developmental, developmental relationship. Yeah, that middle word is a key. Uh, and to kind of bring some of this to light, I have um, a quote, if I can get my computer to do its thing yep. here. Hold on just a second. Yep. Uh, I have a quote from a guy named Peter Johnson. He has a book called um, Choice, Choice Words. Words. And it's all about teacher language, the way teachers talk and, you know, shining examples in LASD of teachers who do this. Yes. Here's what he says, and I want you to make the connection between positive positive development relationships and this. Okay. If nothing else, children should leave school with a sense that if they act and act strategically, they can accomplish their goals. Mm, It's everything I want. The spark of agency is simply the perception that the environment is responsive to our actions. And many researchers argue that agency is a fundamental human desire. Mm, Absolutely. If everybody can leave understanding, leave school, understanding that uh, when you have a goal, all of the ability to achieve it is within you, Mm. right? And you know how to get the support you need to make it happen. How great. It's what, what I want for my own kids. So really succinctly... What's a positive developmental relationship? Mm, A positive developmental relationship is a relationship that's full of trust and the developmental part, which is uh, building that agency ownership for kids, that they are the Mm -hmm. learners, that they Mm -hmm. have choice, and that they can uh, achieve whatever Mm. they want. My definition is leveraging 
your positive relationship mm. to help a kid become more independent. Mm, yeah. And that's another way to say it. Both mm. very beautiful. <laughs> if I do say so for us. <laughs> You're hysterical. Um, yes. Okay. What did it feel like when you mm. when you learned how to ride a bike? Tell me about some of the feelings. Well, I don't know that I remember when I learned how to ride a bike, but I certainly remember teaching my boys how to ride a bike. So can I do it in that frame? That's fine. Okay. This isn't rehearsed, folks. Yeah. Uh, so I remember bringing each boy as they were just about five years old, maybe right before kindergarten, uh, to the high school blacktop near our house with the bike. What I think was important was that uh, our our boys trusted us that we were not going to let them get overly hurt. Right. Mm -hmm. And it's this super interesting. It all happened within 30 minutes. I would say both of our boys learned how to ride very quickly and there's a method to it, right? You, you practice with your feet and cruise on the bike independently. And then when those feet get on the pedals, I was holding the back of the seat to make sure that they weren't going, but eventually, without them even knowing it, you let go, mm. and suddenly they're doing it all by themselves, and it's so great. There's your independence. And their feeling was? Oh, huge success. Like, mm -hmm. they could do it, right? This is a great analogy, I think, for positive developmental yeah. relationships because most people know how to ride a bike. Most yeah. adults know how to ride a bike, yep. and they can kind of remember that feeling yeah. That first time they were gliding on I their own it. and they knew that they could ride the bike on their own. Yeah. It's the feeling we want for kids and create for kids every day in our classrooms. Yeah. Um, I'm going to take us further into this analogy, yep. if we could, um, with a few elements of what a positive developmental relationship looks like in our classrooms. Um, and you hit on one of them. Uh, when you talked about trust, mm -hmm. and it is the foundation, uh, another word for that might be emotional attachment. Sure. A safe emotional attachment, yep. right? Yeah, my teacher cares about me. They care about my success. They believe I can do things. Yes. Um, all, of, all of the good feelings. This is the positive relationship part. Correct. Of the positive developmental relationship. Yeah, it's crucial. So then the next piece to talk about is um, the idea of progressive complexity. Mm -hmm. yeah, and you I, talked a little bit about it. Yep. What, is, what does that mean in a bicycle, and what does that mean in our bicycle analogy, and what does that mean in our classrooms? Yeah, well, the bicycle analogy to me is just about holding that seat, right? And you're guiding them and eventually letting go. In our classrooms, we often talk about productive struggle mm -hmm. and that we want kids to be in that zone of proximal development. It's sure. a total ed speak language there, mm -hmm. uh, but that they are challenged enough and are getting the support, but they're, they're, that, there is some struggle there. That mm -hmm. is how we all learn to do something. When you come to school, and this is the fun part of learning, right? This is what makes Absolutely. life so much fun. There's always a little bit more that you learn. It doesn't happen all at once. There's not an insurmountable task, but there's the task is just enough to get my mind yes, moving. moving. And forward. as the teacher in the classroom, as the adult in the room, you have a lot of, of control in creating that through the type of things you're asking kids to do. The language you the use. The language you're using. Um, 
and really knowing your students because Correct. every individual student needs something different. A slightly different challenge. Absolutely. Right? Their next step for you is different than the next step for Correct. me. Mm -hmm. um, the next idea is reciprocity. Reciprocity. Yeah, which kind of means like uh, scaffolding mm -hmm. the support. Yeah, that's a uh, very teachery language. It is very teachery language, but if you look at it next to the, the what you just talked about, the challenge is going to become more and more challenging as we go on. Yep. The scaffold is like the things that I do or say to make those challenges attainable for you. Sure. Like the training wheels on the bike. Absolutely. Yeah, mm -hmm. and we see that in classrooms all the time where, where teachers are... Um, up and about, checking in with each individual kid, giving mm -hmm. them a little nugget of goodness to help them move forward, mm -hmm. and then backing off and letting them do the work. And mm -hmm. it's this constant give and take. That's the reciprocity. There's, it's like, yes. yes. I'm not going to add to that. You said it so very clearly. <laughs> <laughs> okay, final idea for, yes. for today's analogy is um, what I'm going to call a balance of power. Okay. It and sounds a little scary. I know it does sound a little scary. And uh, I'm going to give you some examples of the kinds of things a teacher might say okay. to create a balance of power. Another way to say this might be like, how do we give kids ownership of the work? So here's some examples. How did you figure that out? It's mm, a good question. Instead of? You should do it this way. Right. Uh, what problems did you come across today? Mm. Which part are you sure about and which part are you not sure about? How are you planning to go about this? You really have me interested in this. Why don't you tell me a little bit more about what you're thinking? All of these um, teacher language, teachery language, yeah. give kids ownership of the work. It makes it theirs. Absolutely. And I think of even with my parent hat on, this is the language I use to help my own sons problem solve in their life, right? I, I do not give them answers. I have developed my ability to ask them really good questions mm. so they can come to their own answers. It is the quality of the question, isn't Absolutely. it? Absolutely. The development of what do I really want to say that gets my students or my kid thinking Yeah, and you often themselves. know where they need to go, mm -hmm. but you need to help them get there on their own and not just tell them what to do or how to do it. This is what our skillful teachers do. Mm. And it is amazing it to is watch magical. in action. It's very magical. Absolutely. Um, I think that that's going to be all for today. We said we're going to keep these short and sweet yeah. for our uh, listeners. I love it. Um, I hope that this conversation has like given you a little deeper glimpse into what a positive developmental relationship is. We'll continue working our way around the wheel. Our next episode will focus on environments filled with safety and belonging. Mm, so great. Thank you, Gregory. Thanks, Sandra.